Good morning, Northlanders, and welcome to Sound Off. The Sound Off host is Brad Bennett, who has served this country as a Marine Corps sergeant during the Vietnam War and has served this community as a three-term member of the Duluth School Board. Now, Sound Off, and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, good Monday morning, Northlanders, coming to you from my hardened bunker in uh, southern Florida. Hardened uh, because we don't want to be hit by anything coming in from... Uh, wh- what's going on, Kenny? Yeah, that's Any pretty idea? crazy. I mean... Uh, yeah, I don't know. And, of course, you heard and the news came out that uh, this uh, object shot down over Lake Huron was taken out by the 148th right here in Duluth. Well, yes. It's based here in Duluth. Of course, the plane flew out of Madison, Wisconsin, but yes... Uh, 148th Fighter Wing, uh, homed right here in Duluth. They shot down whatever it was. <laughs> and, you know, it's amazing to me that this administration, the Biden administration, came into office saying they were going to be the most transparent administration in the history of mankind, and yet to get anything out of this administration is like trying to pull teeth. Um, it started off with the balloon. Now, we finally did determine that uh, a week or so ago, it was actually a spy balloon that came out of China, went up into Alaska, came down out of Alaska, traversed across, uh, uh, you know, the Canada, and then came into uh, the United States out in the far western hemisphere, and then kind of traversed across the whole country. And then at the last minute, uh, Biden decided that it was uh, a threat to our society and to uh, uh, possibly other air travel. And so we shot it down off the coast of uh, South Carolina or North Carolina. And we're still trying to receive or, or retrieve, I should say, out of about 50 feet of water, uh, the contents of the electrical devices that were attached to that balloon. Then after that, of course, we had uh, a number of other circumstances come up that uh, that started, um, well, probably as we were leaving the air last Friday, it seems like, is, is when that happened. February 4th, uh, what, that was the first one. That was the Chinese craft. Uh, salvage operations are underway. Then on February 10th, which was uh, Saturday, February 10th, uh, we woke up to uh, find out that there that we shot down a something the size of a small car off the northern slopes of Alaska, just right off the Bering Sea there. Then the very next day, we uh, shot down a small cylindrical object of some sort that was uh, that was working its way across Yukon and Canada, and the Canadian government in consultation with Americans, uh, shot it down with a, uh, with a Sidewinder missile. Uh, again, that was a small c- cylindrical object. No idea for sure where it came from, what it was, or anything else. And supposedly the Canadian government is trying to retrieve uh, remains of that. Then, then on Sunday, uh, earlier in the morning on Sunday, Um, Well, I guess they had been spotting it or had been tracing it for a while, for almost a day. But uh, they scrambled the jets out of Madison, Wisconsin with the 148th Airborne. And they took down a some sort of an object. It wasn't a balloon. 
Might have been another one of these things about the size of a small car. Uh, it had worked its way across Lake Huron and was near sensitive military sites. And uh, But there's not much else of anything coming out on what these things were. Um, did it come from China? Did it come from Russia? Uh, or was it just uh, airborne junk? They claim there's a lot of garbage up there. Uh, but the, these uh, these things, I don't think were garbage. These are there's something going on here. I have a, I have my own personal belief of what's going on. Well, what do you think? That's only my belief. Well, well what is it? you know, I've been saying for what a couple of weeks now, Kenny, that at some point, uh, Russia is going to try to find a way to pay us back for the thousands of Russian soldiers that have been dying at the hands of Ukrainians uh, that have been supplied with just unlimited amounts of American fighting hardware. And uh, one of the objects that I know that they have been using fairly successfully in the Ukrainian war is these large drones that they have acquired evidently from the Iranians. The Iranians have been uh, selling them large, I guess, very effective drones. And uh, I'm just wondering if maybe... They weren't uh, testing these drones, seeing how close they could get to some of our facilities. And once if they, if they felt they could get them inside our our space without being, uh, uh, you know, without being detected, then they would uh, try to do something against one of our bases. But luckily that didn't happen because they have all been found. Now, has this been going on for a long time and we just have not known about stuff like this? Uh, one of the sites I read over the weekend said that NORAD, you know, that's the North American uh, command, that NORAD has adjusted its radar systems to make it much more sensitive. Uh, in other words, maybe we were missing a lot of things under the settings that they had before. And maybe these, uh, um, you know, spy operations or whatever they are, eyes on the eyes on the sky, have been around for a while. But uh, we're just picking up incursions now because we're looking for them, spurred on by the heightened awareness caused by the fear over the spy balloon, which floated over the continental United States for about a week before an F-22 shot it down on February 4th. That's one, that's one of the theories that's out there is that, the, uh, is that NORAD, NORAD has readjusted its uh, radar systems to make them much more sensitive. And hence, we picked up uh, this, whatever it was, small car flying around off the uh, Alaskan coast. I, You know, I'm sure there's going to be people that are going to want to call in this morning with their own uh, speculations of what this is. Uh, I'm going to give you the phone number right away to get started. Uh, if you want to call into the show today, area code 218-722-0839. That's area code 218-722-0839. Other than that, I'll tell you what. I I did watch the Super Bowl game yesterday. I uh, went to a party here in the park uh, with some friends, and it was a very nice uh, event. We had a a very nice party with lots of food. Did anything get smashed? Were there any Eagles fans breaking stuff? Mm, No, there were Eagles fans, yes. But it didn't seem like anybody smashed oh, anything. Okay, I, good. You know, good. I, the game, the game in general, 
uh, I thought was pretty good, didn't you? I mean, it was a very competitive I did. Game. I actually did. Yeah. I, I, I'm a little surprised that Philadelphia gave up 10 points and lost that game. You know, Shocking. I was too, and I, I, I wondered what happened to that vaunted uh, defense of theirs. I, I, you know, it just seemed like they didn't put the same kind of effort out as they did in some of the earlier games. And I thought Mahomes was going to be non, uh, you know, non-mobile, and it turned exactly. out he was mobile enough. Yeah. You know. You had that yeah. long run late, uh, or rather in the oh, fourth yeah. quarter. You know, it was and a good game. About a, talk about a good effective field goal kicker. They've got a good one in Kansas City. Well, they got them both on both teams. But Any uh, commercials so, stand out to you? Uh, yeah, there were there were some that I thought were kind of interesting. Um, I will tell you this: I at the beginning of the game, I was uh, I was a little uh, not disappointed. Uh, what's the proper word that I'm looking for? I guess dumbstruck that we have now gotten to this point in the country that instead of uh, in, instead of bringing us all together as one nation, uh, you know, one uh, deal, we're now separating separating us into the Black National Anthem and the National Anthem. I haven't figured that one out yet. I mean, I, I haven't figured that one out yet. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean we have I, a National I, Anthem. I mean, do we need yes. anthems now for all uh, nationalities? For all for, nationalities, for all, uh, all ra- races, racial, all uh, ethnics? Yeah. I I think next we'll have the you LGBT know. group come out with their own national anthem. You know, I, I mean and that'll divide us even further. I mean, first of all, this song that they sang, I think, is "Lift Up Your Voices." It's a great song, very well done, by the way, by the artist that sang it. But if you're going to promote it, as they did the Black National Anthem, that divides our country. That doesn't bring us all together as uh, one uh, society, one group of people that can stand up as as one society. No, it, it separates us. And if you have you ever read the words of of this song, "Lift Up Your no, Voices." No. Do you want me to? Should I, should I read them real quick? I've got them sure. right here. Lift up every voice and sing. Tell earth and heavens ring. Good, good rhyming verse. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let us rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith and the dark past has taught us. Dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun. Let us march on till victory is won. Victory against what? Yeah, this is kind of silly. What's that opening line again? Lift every voice every, and sing. Every voice. Every voice. Now, it every doesn't say voice. every black voice. And, and I mean, no, it it's doesn't. called the Black National no. Anthem, right? Yes, it okay. is. Okay, so yep. every voice other than, uh, so all races. And Brad, why are we talking about this? Why are we having these conversations? Well, that, that's a good question, but I guess it's because they, they decided to slip that in at the beginning of the Super Bowl game, almost like it like it was the national anthem and i i guess the question i i ask is did that dis- detract at all from i thought one of the best national anthems i'd heard in a long time by that oh, by Chris the country Stapleton. artist that, Chris Stapleton yeah. yeah 
Yeah, he did I a good song. I thought he did a fantastic job. Well, you know, when fanta- I think Jimi Hendrix did the best of all time. <laughs> Ted Nugent does a pretty good one, too, with his guitar. So, yeah, Ted, Ted does all right, too. <laughs> but, yeah, but, I he mean, did a good job. Uh, where are we going to go with this? Is this are, Whitney are Houston, you know, she's, she had a memorable national anthem moment. She did a yeah, fantastic yeah, job. Yeah. She really They did should just play job. hers, just play that recording, and let's just get on with the game. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That would be a good mm-hmm. idea. That would be a Did you watch idea. the halftime? Did you watch Rihanna? Did you enjoy oh that? God. Wasn't that uplifting no. and uh, exciting? No. And she played no. all her hits, I think. No. Yeah, well, no, she didn't do them all. She, she, oh, um, she, oh, she didn't, huh? Did she miss <laughs> No. I think she might have missed a couple. I'm not sure. She is the first billionaire to perform during halftime. <laughs> really? She's yeah, a billionaire. She's a billionaire, yeah. Yep. Well, I'll tell you, does she write her own music, by the way? Is that, is, or, <laughs> I Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not a fan. I mean, uh, I, mean I, I don't know. You know, I, I guess Grab in Your Crotch kind of started with, uh, yeah. with what? Michael uh, Jackson. The, uh, Jacksons? But, you know, yeah, they're Michael into that. Jackson. Yeah. Some of those musicians. But, I mean, grabbing, but, your, uh, grabbing Your Crotch, doing humping. My dog yeah. does that on a yeah. pillow, humps a pillow a lot. Yeah. And, I wasn't sure what the outfits the guys products. and gals were wearing, those big parkas in Phoenix. I thought, okay. All right, well, yeah, got to be kind of cold down there. Uh, Ice Station Zero then, was that? And uh, then what do you what are you doing when you're grabbing your crotch and then smelling your hand? What's that? Yeah, I saw some of those posts online. I don't know what she was doing. I, I'm not sure what that's all about. What what that means? But uh, you know, next year and the wording. Right, let's the just wording. Get, let's let's roll out like Blue Oyster Cult or Jay Giles Band <laughs> next year. Let's have a party. <laughs> there you go. Come on, that's. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yes, we need to do something like that. I thought overall, though, the ads were pretty pretty entertaining. There was some pretty good ads. The first one I saw, the opening ad, one of the opening ads at the start of the game was when uh, uh, the Dunkin' Donuts, when Ben Affleck was the uh, oh, yeah, yeah. the, the drive-up guy. and It was funny. It was real funny, actually. That was funny. I want to watch funny, it again. Especially, uh, especially when she comes through yeah. the window. What are you doing? What, yeah. what? What are you doing? Yeah, that was funny. I actually liked that one where the uh, dancing man in front of the fountains, it was a TurboTax ad, and this was the song. I queued it up. Okay. I was going to play it later on, but uh, this is a, a band that was, they're called Men Without Hats. Men Without Hats. Maybe I didn't cue this up properly, but this was the song that played, and man, I haven't heard this song in ages. Yeah, well, safety dance is the name of the song. No, I could have queued it up a little bit. I kind of, I, I kind of took preference to the, um, oh, what, which, which company was it? Cell phone company that did, that did the ad with John Travolta, where it was almost like a remake of. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what it was. It T-Mobile. I don't remember. T-Mobile, I think. Yeah. Anyway, that was kind of funny. There were there were a number of them that were interesting. The game was superb, I thought. Certainly could have done better than Rihanna at halftime. I'll tell you that. That's that was. Uh, she's a billionaire. Huh? She's a, she should yeah. be embarrassed. Yep. But well, they don't get and, paid. And you know, of, those performers don't get paid. Oh, so they do that for free? Well, it's not free. I mean, they're going to see uh, <laughs> residuals, and they're going to see increase in uh, song sales and what have you and it just uh, you know brings a lot of attention to that oh, yeah. their brand if you will 
Well, listen, folks, speaking of our brand, we've got to get to our first break here. We're running a little bit late. I want to remind everybody, if you are interested in doing any construction work on your home this year, maybe add a deck on so you can enjoy the summer a couple of months when we get here in the summer, or uh, maybe some new windows so you're a little more efficient home, uh, whatever it happens to be, Peralt Construction is a great company with over 50 years of experience doing wonderful things for your home. Give Jim Peralt Construction a call today at 218-723-8477. Jim will be glad to talk to you about the products and the costs and setting you up on a schedule. So give him a call today and your project will be on the way to getting done right now. We're going to take our first break and we'll come back shortly. KDAL time is 1129. Let's go 1130. 2 1. 11, there it is, 1130. National Weather Service in Duluth, Brad, uh, checks in 35 degrees, uh, 26 on the wind chill, west wind at 12. And even though we've had some relatively mild, sunny days, uh, the wind hasn't made has made it feel a little chilly if you're out and about walking your dog oh, yeah. or being outside. Yesterday, uh, International Falls, 45, a record high yesterday in International oh. Falls. That's on the heels of Saturday's record high of 47. Yeah, Hibbing set a record yesterday. Or no, yesterday they were 43. Hibbing also set a record on Saturday, 47. Marquette, Michigan, yesterday, uh, 49 degrees. And uh, they set a record on Saturday as well of 47. So some very mild air has been in our region. And uh, Very nice. And from what I look at the forecast for this week, it looks like there's more potentially ice and even uh, snow in the forecast for for this week. Yeah, rain and snow and some ice. Yeah, today's going to be a relatively quiet, mild day. And then uh, tomorrow uh, we get into a slight chance of uh, rain and then some snow and uh, windy and raw conditions and then things are going to get cold. Uh, Thursday and Friday, things are going to be cold. Not extremely cold, but below normal. And then we'll see a slight warm-up on the weekend again. So, yeah. So, so Kenny, do you want to uh, express a uh, speculation on what you think? What, what did you think when you first turned on the TV Sunday at some point and saw that another yeah. Un- unidentified whatever had happened and we shot another thing down over Lake Huron? Did you... Did you say, wow, what is going on here? Or what, what, was, what was your thought? I, I did. And I think that's kind of the, the message that, and these are, this is China, Brad, because we learned that, you know, China was involved in this and they uh, denied it. They said that first balloon was a weather balloon. It was a surveillance balloon. Yeah. How dare yeah. we shoot it down? And so, yes, yeah. that was their balloon. And you got to believe that these other ones are also coming from China. Do you think they're all from China? Do I think you? they are. Really? And, and I think okay. that they're all surveillance. I think it's part of a plan to instill some fear, instill some uh, uh, thoughts of you know, what is going on here? What is happening? And... Uh, why, uh, uh, you know, one thought that came to me is that, you know, when we shoot something down with a, you know, F-16, F-22, whatever we got, uh, usually those those planes have cameras on them, and they can film the whole incurrence. Uh, I wonder how come we haven't seen any of that yet. Um, mm-hmm. What were these crafts? You know, we know the first one was a balloon because we shot that down, and we saw the balloon falling, and we... We knew that we had spotted that. Human eye had spotted that. But what about these other ones? What about this other wreckage? What about these things that uh, 
supposedly they uh, they said the one over Alaska, over the north slope of Alaska, looked like a small car yeah. uh, traveling in the sky. Uh, you know, what are these things? Are they drones? Are they... Uh, and, and why does our government feel uh, threatened enough that they're going to shoot them down? Well, are they concerned that, that there could be something more here? Yeah, well, here's something to think about is that there is a top general... Uh, who recently said that a number of high-altitude Chinese balloons have been observed over the Middle East and Afghanistan in recent years. Lieutenant General Alexis uh, Grunewich, I think, uh, said a Chinese balloon was observed in the region in the fall of 2022, but not closely inspected because it didn't appear to pose a threat and stayed over water. And there's been one or two... uh, similar incidents in previous years. So this isn't anything new. I think it's something that's new and coming to the attention of a civilian population in the U.S. because it finally made it to the U.S. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, and then and then over the uh, over the weekend, well, listen, we, we got to get caught up. We got to get to our CBS News. But I'm going to tell you, there's more than just these uh, balloons and UFOs or whatever it is. Uh, Philippine uh, government is claiming that one of their ships uh, got attacked by a Chinese vessel that used a laser to temporarily blind the crew of the Philippine ship. We'll talk about that when we come back as well. So we'll be back shortly. ADAL time is 11.40. That's the band Guns N' Roses. That's off of the album The Spaghetti Incident. And the reason I play it, Brad, is because I had to chuckle when I thought I saw that there is actually a Wikipedia page called the, uh, it's called the 2023 Chinese Balloon Incident. <laughs> and it talks about all these uh, things that are going on with these and they call it the Chinese balloon incident. So, yes, they originated oh, yeah. in China, and they've even admitted to it. Well, they have, but then, like you say, they tried to uh, pretend it off or uh, uh, write it off as just a weather balloon that may have gotten a little out of control, and, and it was certainly something we didn't need to shoot down. Well, and, and that's a good point, because do you think that now we've shot the one down uh, off the Carolina coast, uh, Lake Huron, uh, the one up there in the Yukon, Canada. Will this be something that they'll use as a retaliation for th- having done that? Good question. Uh, I think we will find out in the next few days. Uh, you know, that, uh, uh, there. I don't know if you saw the report, but there's a report out of China this morning that they are evidently tracking some sort of an unidentified flying object. And, uh, and they claim that it is uh, getting near one of their facilities and they may have to shoot it down. So, uh, and and of course they claimed that we had been running spy balloons across China. Our government and military has said that's just not the case at all. We know that uh, we have had fl- spying incidents in the past, specifically over Cuba during the missile crisis. There, we had U two spy planes that were uh, logging everything. That's how we found out that Russia had impl- had. Uh, 
implanted missiles and the potential to uh, hit us with nuclear uh, strikes from close in. So we know that these things probably do happen, but uh, but this is getting a little more aggressive. I want to bring uh, Tom into this, uh, Tom from Port Wing, into this discussion because, uh, as I said, uh, I'm I'm picking up a story this morning out of the, out of Manila in the Philippines, where we know that the Chinese government has been encroaching uh, in close to the Philippines. Uh, the Philippines is a whole myriad of islands that are spread out over a period. Uh, the Philippine government says they own the water rights uh, close in on all of those islands and all of those uh, uh, tributaries and things that go through there. But uh, the Chinese, a, sh- a Chinese ship maneuvered dangerously close, about 137 meters, that's 448 feet, to block a Philippine patrol vessel uh, from approaching uh, Second Thomas Shoal, a submerged reef that has been occupied by Philippine forces. If it's a submerged reef, I don't know how they've occupied it. But anyway, on February 6th, the Philippine Coast Guard said in a statement, the Philippines ha- uh, has filed nearly 200 diplomatic protests against China's aggressive actions in the disputed waters since 2022. But in this particular case, uh, the Philippine Coast Guard said that uh, the Chinese vessel got very close and then flashed a high-powered military-grade laser onto the deck of the uh, Philippine ship, uh, temporarily blinding a number of the crew members. So I I guess where I'd like to start with Tom this morning is, are we seeing um, China become more hostile, more aggressive just in the last couple of weeks here, or is this kind of something that's always been the case with them, but we've never really paid attention to it? Well, you know, it definitely points out the folly of abandoning Subic Bay. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was just absolute foolishness, and now we're reestablishing a whole mess of smaller ones. And, you know, uh, there's a reason why you have a major... uh, uh, collection point, but you know, uh, <clears throat> listen. China claims they already shot down our uh, balloon over China, so you know this this balloon story is not going to end anytime soon. It's going to go no. back and forth, and uh, but that's not the reason I called this morning. I, I don't mean to disappoint you about that. I called you that's about right. you know your uh, black national anthem, uh, yeah. and. Okay, here's the way I see it, Brad. In race relations, uh, there's three things that happen that you can do. You know, you can, uh, like driving a car, hit the accelerator, you can coast, or you can hit the brakes. And as far as I'm concerned, white baby boomers have done yeoman's work in correcting race relations in this country. That group of people, these baby boomers, really have done a lot to level the play field. That's hitting the accelerator. Uh, a time to coast is when, you know, you give history a time to kind of check, catch up with what's going on. We didn't go from, you know, 1848 to uh, 2023 in a year. All of these things, unfortunately, take time. And then there's the time you hit the brakes. And brakes, to me, uh, when you have an uh, African-American woman who's a billionaire uh, who's obviously made, made it, that's the American dream, you know, and then they're talking about reparations, breaks again, you know, and then playing a black national anthem, breaks again. 
You know, these things are very corruptive and corrosive, uh, you know, reparations and, and separation. You know, we had Plessy versus Ferguson, which was separate but equal in the field of education. We said that's not right. You know, we can't do that. Uh, it was, right. you know, but somehow making it separate and unequal by black people, that seems to be the order of the day. And that is where we're at. We should be hitting the brakes on this stuff because it's very divisive. It's going to create racial tensions in this country that we, you know, once you let that cat out of the bag, it can be very difficult to get it back in. And, you know, with this, we got to have black coaches. Well, we got to have a black quarterback. We got to have black this, black that, black entertainment, black this, you know, and it goes on and on. No, this is a country of equality. And we don't have quotas. Quotas are wrong. Let's not go down that. Let's hit the brakes again. And we need to start doing that because I believe racial tensions only grow when you do things like that. It doesn't help anybody. And, you know, when, am I, when is my demand that we get enough uh, Korean uh, basketball players in the NBA? Huh? When's that going to happen? Yeah. I mean, you can go down all kinds of foolish roads on equality and, you know, we got to have X number of this, X number of that. If that were a fact, uh, 13% of the population is African-American, but by my last count, watching TV, they make uh, up about 80% of the people on uh, commercials, which used to be jobs that uh, some white people had. Yes. So that's unfair. You know, I mean... Yeah, there has been a number, there has been, uh, Tom, a number of changes made. Uh, You know, I think some of them are good, but I think some of them have gone way overboard. And I think they are more divisive than they are bringing uh, bringing us all together. I, I think there could be something said to the fact that some of these things that are happening have created a... Uh, a minority of people out there that are even more angry, more hostile, and more uh, aggressive uh, towards different races than ever before, including uh, some blacks that are uh, that way towards Asians and other places. And we, we've got to find... I always thought that the one thing that made us so great was we were a nation that all came together. Yes, we had problems. Yes, we've yeah. gone through things in our life as a nation that we are not real proud of. But we've come together on the other side of those and healed a lot of that. But now it now it looks like we're dividing again, that we're purposely. I mean, we have a black Christmas, uh, you know, we have white Christmas, we have black Christmas, we have uh, we have a black national anthem, white national anthem. Uh, I mean, this is uh, this is getting a little bit out of hand. But listen, we're, yeah. we're going to keep talking about this, uh, we're, but we're going to do it respectfully, and hopefully we'll uh, maybe find some answers as we go along. But listen, we've got to get to our Minnesota news break. But before we do that, I want to remind everybody, if you remember that last winter, last winter wasn't that long ago, you swore that you'd do something about those old drafty windows that were costing you a fortune on your heating bill. Well, and here you are again, we're turning on the heat and we're getting raked over the coals on heating our home. Stop this madness. Have less ground to window and siding. Install new energy efficient Infinity by Marvin Windows made right here in Minnesota. Altrex fiberglass replacement windows, which are energy efficient and protect, not only protect your home, but will protect your wallet from excess energy bills and dollar loss. 
Call Les Grumdahl today at 728-3060 or visit lesgrumdahl.com online. So, Kenny, when you need new windows or doors, who are you going to call? Brad, you're going to call Les Grumdahl, uh, former Duluth Central, class of 1975 alum. 74, I thought. 75. No? Come on. 75. Okay. I know when we right. went to high school. <laughs> All right, let's scrum all window and siding. We'll be right back. KDAL time is 11.56. There it is. I've got 37 degrees at the Army Corps of Engineers, 37. Well, you know, Kenny, I look at this thing with uh, China and, and the Philippines, but China in general, their whole claim here that they're having trouble with seems to be that they're claiming virtually the entire South China Sea. That anything out in that area, whether it's around the Philippines, whether it's around Vietnam, whether it's around any other country, belongs to them somehow. And and yet uh, places like the Philippines have tried to uh, open the door a little bit uh, to China and try to work out things. The former president, uh, Rodrigo Duarte, and now his successor, Fernand Marcos Jr., have both met with uh, leader Xiao Jinping. And, uh, Marcos met with him in January in Beijing. But ten- tensions have continued to persist. And I guess this, what happened in this particular incident is the Chinese ship, they have video of it, the Chinese ship is illuminated uh, and, and crosses right across the path of the uh, BP Malapascu, which is the Philippine ship. And then... From the deck of the Chinese ship, you can see this bright green laser illuminated illuminated twice right at the Philippine ship, causing uh, some temporary blindness of the crew on the bridge. The video issued by the Coast Guard in Manila shows a Chinese Coast Guard ship cutting across the path of the Philippine ship. Uh, the green laser-like light is later emitted from the Chinese ship. The Phil- Philippine ministry said it's time for China to restrain its forces from committing any provocative act that will endanger the lives of of uh, people. And as uh, as Tom from Port Wing said, one of the things that has happened here is that the U.S. is all all of a sudden getting closer working relationships with the Philippines. Philippines wanted us out of Subic Bay, out of our big base there. But now they've opened that back up to us again. In fact, we have a number of units going back into the Philippines because the Philippines feels like China has started to uh, threaten them, both physically and uh, militarily and economically. And so they need some help. You know, I think we should do, I've often thought we should do that, we being Minnesota, should do that with Michigan and take Isle Royal because Isle Royal is so close to Minnesota. You can see it from Grand Portage. You can't see it from Michigan. I think we should take Isle Royal from Michigan. Just a thought. It's almost a stone's throw away from Minnesota. Michigan can't see that. There you go. Yeah. We can we see it at least. Use China's mentality. Yes. We're taking Isle Royal, you Michiganders. Yeah. I don't care if uh, some part of Michigan is up against Lake Superior. Lake Superior belongs to Minnesota. We own it all. Yeah, that's the same kind of mentality. Anyway, folks, we got two hours more to come, the afternoon edition. Please give us a call, 722-0839. We'll be back shortly with hour number two.